Hi, and welcome to Gotham TV Podcast, episode 33. I'm Derek, I'm one of your hosts. Hi, I'm John, one of your other hosts, and I think you'll find this is Gotham TV Podcast and the biggest Joker watch ever. Yeah, yeah, if you didn't tell from our intro, if we got our... Uh... If I got our technical issues sorted, um, you can tell from our intro this is all about the Joker this week. Why is that, John? Because there could be the Joker showing up in Gotham tonight yeah. in the US. That's right. We That's hasten right. to ours. We don't normally do this. Um, we haven't seen it. It's purely going on the fact that if you look at Twitter, if you look at Facebook, mm-hmm. if you look at Google+, of which you can, of course, um, find us at Gotham TV Podcast on all of those different platforms. But if you look anywhere at the moment on the internet, all you can see is no joke, ha 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 ha. Um, and obviously this very um, joker-looking uh, chap who is recognisable now um, on the screen. And apparently we might have the introduction of the joker. Yeah, so we thought we'd do an episode tonight, uh, very quick, and I think uh, just talking about our thoughts about uh, the idea of bringing the Joker to Gotham and some of the feedback we've received over the last couple of weeks about it, and the actor who's been cast in the role in Gotham. Is he the Joker, or could he be the Joker? Well, he's down, he's slated down as Jerome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's what Bruno Heller has talked uh, about him uh, to The Hollywood Reporter. He's down as Jerome in... um, on IMDb as well. Mm-hmm. So, his name is Jerome. So far, yep. I'm thinking Gassica now for some reason. Um, okay. But he's not labelled, he's not cast specifically as the Joker as such. Yeah, so let's take it back a step. So, uh, so first off, the trailer for uh, this week's episode in the US of Gotham, which is episode 16 called The Flying Graysons, Um has a quick teaser was released for it last week, which ended with a scene where uh, Jim Gordon is interviewing a young boy. Um, you only see his face for a brief second, but the the teaser finishes with the laugh. And all week, the Gotham showrunners and Gotham producers and everybody involved in Gotham has been teasing that the Joker arrives uh, in this episode. Episode 17, which airs next week, obviously, has is called The Red Hood, which has significant connections to the Joker as well. So the speculation is that this is the introduction of the character of the Joker. Uh, the actor playing him is a, an actor called um, Cameron Monaghan, who we know from uh, from Shameless, and he was also in episodes of Fringe as well. Yeah, he uh, um, so he played in Gallagher um, in the US version of Shameless, which is right. actually one of the best examples, to my mind, of um, a great... UK British transfer of a UK show over to America mm-hmm. um done and he was he played Ian Gallagher mm-hmm. I think he was the one of the younger brothers in the Gallagher nest and a pretty breakout star he um he played the the younger uh, gay brother mm-hmm. uh, within that show so again really good and then as you said the author is fringe where he played um i think it was uh, an episode called of human action in season two mm-hmm. episode seven he was just there for one episode now and um, right. back in 2009 so it's it's a way back now but um fringe is another one of our shows that we really really enjoy yeah and i do remember him playing fairly understated and disturbing malevolence in that where he he looked like he'd been kidnapped in this episode but actually 
he was using his own telepathy to control his apparent captors to try and actually get back to his mother. But I just remember he was fairly um, a displayed... He played a fairly disturbed child in that, um, and kind of, you know, quite evil, really, in terms of what he was doing. You know, he killed people. Um, And so those two bits of TV, I have really, really enjoyed um, him in and his part in all those shows. Yeah, yeah, we've definitely seen some good examples of Cameron Monaghan. Kind of interested to see what he does in the show. So first up, I suppose, uh, again... um, why is the Joker such a big character? I suppose for a lot of people, there there are a lot of fans of uh, of Gotham that may not be big fans of the comic book. Um, so one of the big things, I suppose, last year was Batman's seventy fifth anniversary. Uh, it was the seventy fifth anniversary of his first appearance in Detective Comics number uh, in Detective Comics number thirty nine, I think it was, um, which was the first ever appearance of the character. Joker's first appearance was in nineteen forty, which the following year so this year is actually the joker's 75th anniversary so quite a significant character for a very long period of time he's been around uh, so a lot of people have a lot of strong opinions about him he's been played a lot of times up, up against batman he is the major batman villain and we've never really seen a backstory for the character one of the most intriguing things about the joker really is that we don't know where he came from we don't know who he was before uh, before he was the Joker, and uh, many of the comic book appearances, some of the movie movie ones, like the Jack Nicholson version of him in uh, in Tim Burton's Batman, gave you a backstory of who he was before uh, as a young man, I suppose. Um, but no, we haven't seen much of a backstory. So this will be the first time in Gotham where they'll be giving some kind of backstory to the Joker as to who he was before he became the Joker. But it's also the much younger backstory because mm-hmm. the Red Hood ultimately is another version of the joke here that's partly a backstory as well as you say that's true and so was tim burton's kind of look on it again it was all as younger adults this potentially could delve back further i mean we also have to put our hands up here and say this could be quite a nice little misdirection we could actually be spending the next sort of 10 to 15 minutes talking about absolute Nonsense. I mean, we're, <laughs> we're not going to actually be able to see it until um, sometime, probably in April at this stage, That's right. um, when it's back on Channel 5 um, and when RT2 has caught up. But this could all be messing with us. Um, I mean, the one thing I would say about that is that in an interview with the Hollywood Reporter, Bruno Heller was quite clear that you know it's something he has been thinking about introducing into Gotham, bringing in the origins, or at least exploring that those origins and the background to the Joker. Um, he's very much of the view that it is a long game, so that we might not, if this is the Joker, um, we know it's Jerome, but if... Um, this is Cameron Monaghan playing the origins of the Joker. That they're going to play a long game. That they're going to they're going to play on on the show. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, they've got a season two, so yep. that they know they've got more time and significantly more time. It might not be like some of the other shows, like The Mask, where you know you're introduced to that in in one episode, mm-hmm. or even maybe. Um, a few of the other episodes so far. Yeah. I suspect it's not going or to even, be even like the penguin. That. You know, the penguin's been in every episode of the first ten that we've seen. You know, so yeah. So it could be that long, drawn out, slow burn. Um, and 
at the end of the day, there is confirmation from Bruno Hauer, the showrunner, that he said that he may or he may not be the Joker. Yeah. But he did say that all I can promise is that it's not a bait and switch. Okay. So basically, what we're being told about Cameron Monaghan is that if he is the Joker, or the young version of the Joker, whoever that person is called, in this case Jerome, he is that. Yeah. I suspect. If he's not, well then he's not. Right, okay. And again, just quickly, <laughs> that if he's not, whether he is or he isn't, you nonetheless need to pay attention, is what Bruno Heller said in The Hollywood Reporter. Interesting, interesting. So he's basically telling you to watch the show. Uh, which <laughs> make, is make good. Make sure you pay attention to it, which but is very good. He will pick up his wage. I like it, I like yeah. it. So the Or the greatest trick the creator of... Uh, Gotham ever pulled was making everybody watch out for the Joker when he didn't appear. Is that mm-hmm. <laughs> is that the the basic premise? Okay, cool. Right, let's go to a little bit of feedback that we got on Twitter about uh, about the idea of bringing in the Joker on uh, on Gotham. Um, so the first one we got was from uh, Matt Schallenberger, uh, who said uh, when when asked about the idea of introducing the Joker, he says uh, I'd rather see Nigma becoming more detached. Honestly, Joker kind of fractures the flow. I'd like to see pre Bats films first still. Do you want to take the next one? Yeah. Um, Gotham's Army then said, if Joker was to show up, he would need two seasons alone because he's the Joker. Mm-hmm. Like, he's that big. Yep. Uh, Ricky Velez says, definitely, yes. Yeah. Yvonne Clark, I think by the end of the season, i.e. season one, it's a good time. Cliffhangerish. Penguin still needs to rise and a bit more before Joker, she thinks. And Sci-Fi for Chicks say, oh no, Gotham is getting too crowded already. It's an interesting point. Ashley Noel says, the show has been so Penguin-centric, hate to see him go. Right, right. So interesting, isn't it, that there's, there's a lot of kind of alternating feedback from uh, from people on Twitter. There's uh, a lot of very strong feelings about the fact of bringing him in early. Um, definitely my feeling from the stuff that I've stuff that I've seen and stuff that's been around. I can't imagine this is going to be a very central character, particularly of how young he is, um, being played by Cameron Monaghan. Uh, again, we'll we'll know a lot more in a couple of months' time when we get to see the episode. But uh, a lot of the feeling is that it's too early to bring in Batman's greatest villain before uh, before Batman has done the cape and cowl. Really, what would you think of that? Well, I mean, all those um, Twitter feedback uh, on the idea of the Joker. It all comes back to should the Joker be introduced? at all into mm-hmm. Gotham. I mean, it's something that I think was out there before um, it aired in the US in September about whether they would do or not. And I think certainly back then, well, people just didn't know how Gotham was going to be taken, the issues maybe people thought about, you know, well, are they going to actually like it? Are they going to like to see a young Bruce Wayne? I mean, People are more comfortable now. They've seen David Mazous. Mm-hmm. They're used to, to that. He's playing the young Bruce Wayne excellently. He's really knocking that out of the park. Yeah. Um, you know, there was also potentially, you know, well, who would you get to play? You think of all these iconic um, actors, um, Heath Ledger, Jack Nicholson. You've got Mark Hamill in the animated version, Troy Baker and so on. All these different um huge characters um, and voice actors and that play this role and have done it seamlessly. Um, all of a sudden it's like, well, who plays a younger version? Mm-hmm. Can they 
put that malevolence and evil across at such a young age? Or do we see how um, he becomes twisted and sort of corrupted in that sense? And I mean, I suppose then that comes back to the other side of the argument, which would be part of his appeal as a character, as a nemesis to Batman, is the lack of backstory. Yeah, yeah. And that you don't know where he's come from. His brand of evil and his counterpoint to Batman is that he has no raison d'etre. He has no reason for doing what he does. Mm -hmm. It is motiveless. It's, it's chaotic. It's kind of the idea that was brought in by Heath Ledger. He does it to do it mm -hmm. for no other reason. All these other criminals who have got business interests are essentially politicians on the wrong side of the law. Um, that he has no interest in that. He does it, and he does it for no other reason than to create chaos and to profit from that um, that chaos um, in society. Yeah. So that's the other side of it. I thought some of the Twitter points are kind of quite valid too, about, well, there are a lot of people in this show now. Mm. Um, I get the impression that if... Cameron Monaghan is the Joker, or turns out to be the young version of the Joker. At this stage, he is Jerome. Mm -hmm. I suspect he will really be very long game. That's obviously what Bruno Heller has said. Mm. I think some of the Twitter points um, that said, we really still need to see what happens with the Penguin. Mm -hmm. We still really need to see what happens with Edward Nigma in particular. He yeah. is still Edward Nigma. Maybe we won't see the Riddler as such. Um, but th there's these two big characters at the moment. I think if they're introducing the Joker, it will be shown, and then we might not see it for a long time to come, um, or maybe even just further down the tracks. Yeah, our friends over at at, uh, at the Gotham TV After Show made a quick video about the idea of the Joker kind of the show. And one of their points was that there there are certain lines as comic book fans that you know you allow people their leeway. You know, and one of their points that they had made was that if the Joker is introduced into the show, that that's kind of a crossing quite a significant line. That's kind of leaving nothing for the character of Batman to have happen to him when he arrives in the city. You know, he comes back to save the city from the mobsters, the gangsters who are now overrunning it. And after a period of time of being back in the city in standard canon is when the craziness starts to elevate. And part of the, the big version of that craziness is the Joker and the introduction of that character. So if you have him arriving, you know, 10 years before Batman comes back as Batman, uh, does is that the show overstepping the line, which I thought was an interesting point. Um, to bring in, you know. Um, for me, I've mentioned a number of times, actually, with regards to them bringing in characters. Very much over the, last, over the first 10 episodes of the show, we we saw a huge amount of characters from, you know, Batman canon and, and stories of Gotham and, and the city. It seems like all they're trying to do is fill out the city. There's, you know, thousands and thousands of people who live there and they're telling occasional stories about some of the characters so they could very easily tell the story about the character who will eventually become the Joker and not do anything else with him. They could have him in for two or three minutes of this episode, and we may not see him again. We will hopefully see some some of them in episode 17 about the Red Hood. You may see some elements of him in there. Um, 
but you know, maximum fifteen twenty minutes of screen time, and then you may never see the the actor Cameron Monaghan on the show again for two or three years because they're just trying to fill out the citizens of the city of Gotham. Um, it does feel like from all the previous stuff that we do know about the Joker that he is a Gothamite. He is from that city and he wants to stay there in that city. That's basically the only thing we know about him. So why not introduce a character early that could reference? We've been waiting for it. We checked it every single episode <laughs> during the first half of the season. You know, We did our little Joker watch to make sure that we were catching yeah. every point that could be leading to a possible Joker. The one other point I will make about, about the idea of the Joker, this came out of nowhere. This was a, a, a little teaser that was put, uh, put out last week by, um, by them saying the Joker's coming next week. Think of the amount of uh, speculation that came when Jared Leto was cast as the Joker. They've kept this one under wraps for months. I'm fair geez, to, the, uh, to the PR team and to the team behind Gotham. They've, uh, they've kept under wraps the actor playing. It could possibly be playing the Joker. They've kept that under wraps very, very well. Well, that's uh, it. Again, you will potentially have possibly two different actors playing the same DC character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you have that with The Flash, ultimately, mm-hmm. where you have different TV as opposed to film right. uh, casting. And now maybe we have that with Cameron Monaghan yeah. um, and as Jerome, as the future Joker. I even I even thought it was actually Heath Ledger and Jack Nicholson's laugh mixed in. I yeah. thought it was actually a mix. Yeah, the, there's an element in. where it also feels traditional as well, yeah. a traditional um, Joker laugh as well mm-hmm. as sort of most recent up-to-date version done by Heath Ledger yeah. in film at least. Yep. I mean, just quickly coming back as well, I think, you know, a lot of people said it depends on who plays Joker. I think for me, if Cameron Monaghan is playing the person who will ultimately become the Joker. Because I think that's all we can really say at this moment. Mm-hmm. He isn't the Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is the person who will come to be the Joker. Yes. You know, the Red Hood and what happens at Ace Chemicals is how the Joker is formed, mm-hmm. in a sense. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and that story is known. Yeah. This is something very different. You aren't going to go suddenly years in advance Mm -hmm. to that point. That is where the Joker, in terms of aesthetic, in terms of look, I think what's really good about Cameron Monaghan is that his look suggests that you could see that with white face paint on and and so on, or as a result of an accident of falling into a vat of chemicals, Mm -hmm. that he's got that kind of smile, the look, and so on, that you could go, oh, I could see that with... The, the makeup of the Joker yeah. or that look of the Joker. But um, then, to me, he's a really good pick from the look and from the bits of TV that I have really enjoyed, Shameless Shameless USA, uh-huh. um, obviously, um, and uh, Fringe. He's been in both of those, obviously in Shameless, with a, an established, uh, reoccurring uh, role. And he was excellent. Yeah. So... I've got a sense of his acting chops, mm-hmm. which I really like. He's got the look, I think, from just that little snippet. Absolutely, yeah. Yep. Uh, okay, I know they can do a lot, but there's that look there. And so, in terms of that, perfect. And again, yeah. Bruno Heller in um, The Hollywood Reporter said, you know, he brings his own game. This is not going to be a copy and paste. Yep. It's not going to be an homage. This is someone bringing their own acting skills 
to the table. And I think, I mean, we've talked about this previously and quite a lot. That is so important. Ben McKenzie isn't going to copy everyone who has played Jim Gordon before. Robin Lord Taylor isn't going to copy um, the people who have played um, Oswald Cobblepot or the Penguin. Mm-hmm. Yes, they will look at that. They will read the comics. They'll get a feel. But there is a profession there where they bring their own game Absolutely. to the table. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's a it's a really good answer to the uh, to the question for for people who don't want to see the Joker on Gotham. You're you're absolutely right. Um, you're not going to see the Joker on Gotham. Uh, that that's still a prediction for me. You're never going to see the Joker on Gotham. It's not going to happen. You may see Cameron Monaghan play a part occasionally. He might be an, an occasional appearance. I would say very rare if, at the least. I'd say maybe an episode here or there over the next couple of seasons. And um, my prediction is you'll never actually see the Joker. Because he doesn't come around until Batman comes around. That's my uh, that's my prediction. And with that, is that end of Joker Watch for this week? It is end of Joker Watch. <laughs> and pretty much the end of the episode. We do have a bit of feedback uh, sent to feedback at gothamtvpodcast.com, just like you can. This feedback came in from Rebecca Johnson. She says, I just wanted to write in to say how much I enjoyed hearing you discuss Batman Hush. It's my favorite Batman story and one of my all-time favorite comics. Hearing you talk about the plot and characters with such thoughtfulness and excitement makes me want to reread it. Thanks, Rebecca. That's, uh, that's exactly what we were hoping for. She goes on to say, I've always really liked Jeff Loeb's writing. I think he's such a good grasp of the Batman character and the relationships of Batman and Catwoman and Batman and Superman. Uh, like you mentioned, I also really like how Jeff Loeb was able to use all of the Batman family as a good, uh, as well as a good chunk of the rogues gallery. Um, and even though I'm a fan of Jeff Loeb, Tim Sale team-ups, I love Jim Lee's art, and I especially love how he draws Batman and Catwoman. Thanks for taking a few episodes to review Hush. Thank you, Rebecca. Yeah, no, I mean, really pleased you enjoyed it. Um, and anyone else who has uh, has been listening, please uh, send in any of your thoughts about Hush um, and, and those reviews and any of our other reviews of other comics like Gotham Central or the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy and any of those. Um, yeah, I was just going to say, if you if you want to hear a bit more of our thoughts on uh, on a Joker character, go, la- go back and listen to our episode on The Dark Knight, which is quite heavily, obviously, centred around uh, around Heath Ledger's amazing performance of, of the Joker. Um, that's all, always available on iTunes uh, and on Stitcher and on our website. Uh, you can go seek those episodes out uh, while we're still on our break. And Player the, uh, FM as well. And Player FM, of course. Um, yep, follow us on uh, on Twitter and Facebook uh, and Google+. You can find us, obviously, using Gotham TV Podcast. Thanks again for listening. Thank you so much for listening. And next time we'll be joined by uh, two other Gothamites to talk through uh, talk through their thoughts so far and their, their thoughts for the future. Yeah, we will be having a European roundtable mm-hmm. with people on this side of the Atlantic um, this time. So we hope you all uh, tune in to listen and we can't wait to um, record. again for you guys so thank you yeah thanks very much bye now